Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. So, we're here to talk about video games, comics, TV shows, movies, anything that basically we find interesting. I'm James Atkins. I'm Alex Bean. And welcome to the podcast. So, all right, so dude, you need to, uh, you need to tell me what, how, like, how, like, the actual plot of Call of Duty is. The new one, the Advanced Warfare, because I have no idea. I know it has Kevin Spacey in it, and I know just from, like, gameplay and just anyone ever talks about is the gameplay. I don't know anything about the story. So, like, Call of Duty has usually had, like, a, a good story, like, running. Like, mm. so what's it about? Like, the only thing good about Call of Duty's story was... Captain Price's mustache. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. Was it was it kind of one of those like, oh, wow, if that was a real person, that's just shit up there on his lip. I mean, I mean that. Yeah, I mean the the only good thing about Modern Warfare Two is when you get halfway through the game and you're busting through the castle and you find out you're actually rescuing Captain Price. You know, yeah. fuck, this game just got interesting again. <laughs> because I mean, really, like, I mean the. The the fourth Call of Duty, like I really like that campaign. The, was that, what's that? Uh, Modern World? Warfare One. Okay. Um, Call of Duty Four. Modern Warfare. Yes, Modern Warfare. Um, that had one of the best shooter campaigns of all time. Oh yeah, because that's the one where you get on top of the building and you that one sniping mission, and then you're like shooting at the fucking Gillies in the mist, and then uh, one shot, one kill. That's a, a two parter. That's actually you're playing as Captain Price in that mission, so that kind of backs up my <laughs> my uh, assumption there. But uh, yeah, I mean that that was so good because uh, I mean this the story just kind of strung you along. It was it was a Call of Duty's always been like the Michael Bay kind of. Mm-hmm action movie stories um which somehow manages to be better dialogue than a michael bay movie because that's not hard to do but <laughs> i mean it's that kind of don't think too hard action movie stuff and i think call of duty 4 the type of wet dreams that michael bay has every night yeah 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 no i mean if like, michael oh. bay was to make a war movie it'd be call of duty but uh four was it was it was serious enough to get you invested and it, it, I mean, it was that action movie, go here, go here, go there. Um, they did have the classic Call like You need a bucket of popcorn next to you to play this game. You did, and it was, uh, you know, hopping campaigns. I mean, you hop people, um, which Call of Duty been doing that since it started. I mean, that wasn't new to Modern Warfare. Um, but but the, the, the thing that set Modern Warfare 1 apart was the Marine mission, where, you, you know, you played... As British and Marines in that movie, or not, not that movie, as a, that game. <laughs> I love playing that movie. Yeah, That's and, one of my and like you know, you you played a hundred thousand Marines in video games, but then you get it's probably probably halfway through the campaign, you reach that mission where the nuke goes off and your helicopter goes down with the nuke, and you think you're going to escape it. Is this still an advanced warfare? Or are we this back? is no, no, no. I don't know how I got on Call of Duty Four, but I'm just talking about how great Call of Duty Four was. Um, now, yes. Continuing from this <laughs> yeah. statement forward, you will be talking about which Call of Duty? Four. That's the only okay. one I've been on. Okay, I lost you there for a uh, second. I was like, "What the fuck is that? How did we? When did we like jump through this?" I was just talking about how good, how good a uh, video you know, game Call, vortex. No, no, no. Call of Duty had. I mean, they had a good thing. I'm kind of leading into 
it's been a while since Call of Duty's had a fucking decent campaign. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, and and it was unique in the way, uh, and I'm going to kind of explain, like, Mm. why this one kind of went away from that Call of Duty 4 formula. So, Call of Duty 4, they killed off your marine character. Fucking spoilers over here. Let me just 2007. <laughs> Get over it. <laughs> and uh, they killed off your marine character, and that you think he's going to live. You know, his helicopter crashes, and you're like, fucking video game character. He's going to survive the helicopter crash. And then you wake that up. element of surprise. Yeah, you wake up, and you're just st- kind of stumbling out, and it's about 20 seconds of just walking out, and everyone's dead around you, and you just fall over dead. And then it goes out to the, the little classic Call of Duty map, and it's just like, Sergeant... You know, fucking brown. <laughs> you know, dead. Sorry and you're like, brown. holy shit! And for the rest of the game, <laughs> why is it gotta be brown? I'm thinking generic shooter. You know, <laughs> your, your Mendezes, your Ramirezes. You so, know, so he has to be an Asian or a uh, Hispanic guy. To, I'm just to, thinking to go the most down. Generic. I mean, you look at all the Call of Duty character names. You know. So McTavish is as cl- clever as they ever got. Yeah, it's like more Irish over here. They got to show the one guy who shows up through like three fucking games. Yeah, I mean, that's why they hung out to him, because I liked his name so much. It's the first <laughs> time they got creative. McTavish. <laughs> he was a great character. I think he died later on. He sounds like a. He sounds like one of those super cops from, from fucking uh, Robocop. Or, sounds like he should be in Judge Dredd. He, he, he belongs... He belongs in fucking Call of Duty. <laughs> that's kind of where he belongs. Um... But anyway, that that was really revolutionary. You know, they had the you know the fact that the American guy, the American Marine, the guy you played like in every war game, he died, and you carried out the rest of the game as a British. Um, you um, did the Gillies in the Mist. So, I mean, they, so much great level design and all those levels. Anyway, you know they had you hop in characters and whatnot. Fun story, yada yada. And so by killing your character in that game, and that getting a big impact in the following games. My Modern Warfare 2 probably killed your character three times. If that. I mean, I probably sucked so... I sucked so much at that game, just like... I'd probably killed me like 20 times. I mean, plot-wise. I know that because they killed you... Oh, you mean when they were just like, here, we're going to throw this twist at you, we kill you. And then you're yeah, going to play the next character for two levels, and then they kill you again. That's, ha! That's what they... You know, Double they, plot twist, they motherfuckers. They did kill you three times. They killed you at the end. You know, they had the controversy... You know, they... Kind of had a little bit of, well, I guess they didn't have controversial, but they had shock moments in the first Call of Duty. Well, first Modern Warfare. And then the second one, they're like, oh, we're going to get edgy. And they did the no Russian mission. We're going to get edgy. And that's when edgy. they shot fucking civilians. We're Call of Duty, and we like to get edgy by continuously making the game over and over with new maps and over. Well, at that time, this was kind of before they started, you know, going after that shit. And Call Modern of Warfare 2. Edge Edition. We're so sharp, we'll cut your wallet in half. <laughs> Not literally, no, all full prices. I think that <laughs> was the Call of Duty Ghosts <laughs> when they started selling Snoop Dogg map packs or whatever. Uh, voice packs. <laughs> Boom shot, motherfucker. <laughs> exactly. So, no, they did a... Uh, so they did the No Russian mission where you shoot civilians and they fucking kill you at the end of that mission. Then later on, you're an astronaut for five... Not even five minutes. For like 45 seconds. And then they kill you up in space. Which Call of Duty is this? This is two. Modern Warfare 2. This is two. Yeah. And then they kill you again when you're with you when you're with the skull guy that everyone liked for some stupid reason. Oh, fuck. Ghost. The guy with the... The, the skull mask. It was, it was the bandana, wasn't it? No, was it, it was a full, full, full face, like... You know, just a fucking motorcycle biker mask. And a ski mask? Yeah, it's a ski mask. There oh, you okay. go. Okay, it's like, what's up? 
He had a skull on it, though, so he looked like a He's biker. not a ghost. He's just covered in People snow. thought he was a really cool character for some reason. I was like, he just had a skull on his head. Anyway, you and him get killed. So it's three deaths in one game. Oh, that's great. Yeah. This sounds real plot twisty. And then in the end, you don't die. In the end. So it's like you die, you die, you die. And then you're there like, fuck, they beat us over the head with this so much that we're going to die. You forgive like the last him the, one, you don't die. You forgive him in the end, though, because the, the final moment is saving Captain Price. Oh, that's when they bring it back back around. They're like, we know what you care about most. And, you know, Captain Price is fighting this American general who I'd never till this day understood why he betrayed you. But anyway, he's fighting Captain Price. (laughs) And you're just like, he's going to kill Captain Price. So you're Soap McTavish. You take a knife out of your stomach and then throw it at the general's head. He does it like a fucking badass, too. Holy shit. You remember that? Mm -mm. Did you ever play that? I did, but I probably like. I probably played it once. Yeah, the final thing it. was you. I mean, the shepherd, the 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 general stabbed you, and he's brawling with Captain Price, and you got to fucking take the knife out of your chest and just and throw it right. That sounds like some fucking God of War shit, man. Yeah, I mean, it, it was it, it was cool. It's like you're grabbing a hold. Like the the best one in God of War was when you're grabbing a hold of uh, fucking. Poseidon. Uh, Poseidon's skull, and then the triggers are R3 and uh, L3, and you just yeah. click it in there. Oh, that yeah. was one of the best moments like I've ever had, because I ser- I literally made that sound when I was playing it. Like, that like crunch. Yeah, that fucking... <laughs> oh, oh it's so bad. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, so yeah, at, that's when the, the formula started getting diluted. They started rehashing it. And then over the years, they've just been kind of going off shock moments. I think Modern Warfare 3 had you like taking a picture of a family in Paris right before they got killed. I mean, they were just... It got too much. So when Advanced Warfare set out, this is the first game by ex-Dead Space developers, um, Sledgehammer. And this is the first one to benefit from a three-year cycle. First one with the new engine. You know, a lot of firsts going on here. So they kind of had an opportunity to do something new. Um, So they came out and right said when they announced the game, you know, Call of Duty always announces campaign first and then gets multiplayer later. When they announced it, they said, you're going to play as the same hero the same time, the whole game, which, you know, that We was, promise. <laughs> we promise we're not going to kill his ass. And, you know, at least maybe in the final mission, but we won't kill his ass. <laughs> we'll just take off an arm. Yeah, yeah. It's it, a new robotic one. <laughs> yeah, so that's what they do. Um, so they're like, you know, we got to get be edgy somehow if we can't kill him. <laughs> you know, we got Troy Baker here, so we can't kill him. <laughs> um, so, yeah, in the first mission, you start out, you're a Marine, you know, you're walking around. I mean, it's like a... Go through the obstacle course? No obstacle course. That was the best part about it. You, the game starts like Halo ODST. Oh, yeah. You drop in. You're just, and you're just, like, recounting missions and shit? Oh, no, no, no. Don't 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 go too far. Oh, that's my, it was my one. Said it starts like Halo ODST. Oh, okay. <laughs> it just in the fact that you're just dropping in there. You, you drop in. You got to pull the release. Like your the tutorial yeah. is popping the releases of the various things that's that get a you out. Pretty clever way of of a tutorial. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't teach you how to shoot or anything like. But fucking everyone knows how to shoot at this point. Yeah. I mean, uh, um, infants know how to shoot. What? <laughs> <laughs> you just totally threw me off there. What? <laughs> you, <laughs> you're just like your your face was so dead. Like you, had, <laughs> you're just like what I said was like the weirdest thing you'd ever heard. So like I said, you you okay? So you you had said everyone was gonna shoot at this point, and then I said. I said fucking infants know how to shoot. 
I don't know why that befuddled me so much, but I just kind of I was I was going into my next point, and then you just fucking shut me down. <laughs> train wreck. If that's what you need to do to ever train wreck Alex Bean, just say infants know how to shoot a fucking gun. I'll just fucking blank out. Ugh. Anyway, it doesn't teach you how to shoot. Um, you, know, you just pull levers and shit. And then you you drop in and um, do your thing and you know you, you it starts you out with the exosuit. I thought the first mission wouldn't have the exosuit, but they actually give it to you and it's like years like twenty fifty something, mm. which I don't know if we'll have the technology by then. But you kind of sweep that under the rug and just go with it. Yeah, well, it's whatever. Um, I shoot guns and blow, things blow up. Yeah, My I mean that, that's, that's called scratched. Dude. Yeah, and and so and you start out the the game and you uh, this is the mission they showed at E three, um, they uh, you know you do a simple mission with your buddy and, and your buddy's arm gets stuck and the bomb and the missile is getting ready to take off and you're like no no don't do it and you're trying to help him and shit and you you know he's like you know he says some heroic shit before he flies off and blows up this is edge of duty. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and, and he dies, and you're just like, oh, it's some hard shit right there. <laughs> I'd almost cry. Yeah. But I'm a man. I'm going to keep this shit in. Yeah. And then I'm going to keep this tear in, too. Yeah, so he flies into the sky, and he blows up, and the shrapnel comes down, and, you know, you get knocked back, and then all of a sudden, this is they actually do it in a really cool way. You know, shrapnel's coming all of a sudden, boom, 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 boom. It's like and gravity, it, right? Like, you know, shrapnel was coming at her and grabbing Yeah, her. I mean, it's just fucking... The, the missile that your buddy blew up with, he, it starts coming around so you. The missile your buddy blew up with. Yeah, he flew up in the sky, he blew up, and, you know, that was that. Oh, so the shrapnel from the... From the missile and shit like oh, that. okay, I got it. Um, and, and then, you know, it starts coming around, and they're, like, you know, doing the classic, you know, yell out your last name, first-person shooter thing, like, Mitchell, Mitchell! And you're sitting there, <laughs> you're looking at the wreckage and shit, and you're just like... You know, you're just standing there all, you know, discombobulated, and, and they start to drag you away, and they're like, we'll get you out of here, man, we'll get you out of here, and then they start, you know, dragging you out, and all of a sudden, you leave your arm behind, it's so cool, <laughs> so it's like, no, no! <laughs> like, like and you, it wasn't clear when the shrapnel fell that one of the shrapnel pieces took off your arm, but you're just like, oh, it's a little sudden, like, did I get hit by that or something, and they pull you away, and your arm's just, like, laying there, it's like, oh, my God, dude, I, in any situation, Situation, if I had not been trained for it, I would freak the fuck out if that happened. Oh my! Well, you've been shocked. You get that, uh, like I like. It's like Private Ryan when that dude lost his arm and he like picks it yeah. up. Yeah, I mean, because if you don't know that you've lost it, do you do you have that ghost arm thing still, where it's like know. phantom arm? Because you're saying so these guys that are having that happen to, and they're probably like uh, climbing up ropes and shit, and if something like that were to take off their arm like mid grab, like would they like? like try to feel it go up there and they're feeling it but they're not seeing it and then they're just like oh my god my arm is off <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i don't know you ah oh, that's a that's a weird it, it, and it, you know what it, seeing that that whole scene in call of Duty when that you're, you're seeing all that in first person it makes you think about that shit because it is in first person you're getting drug away and you just see your arm there and you just it makes you think like god what would it be like to have that happen to you and and I was crazy, and I was like, why is Call of Duty making me think about my feelings? <laughs> why do I feel things while I'm playing Call of Duty besides yeah. anger and, and my modem? <laughs> so, yeah. And so that's when they, uh, 
I, I guess the next scene is like your buddy's funeral, and that's the if you've seen online the whole press X to pay your respects. Oh, I've heard people. People make been jokes. giving that shit or that that scene so much shit. That's so stupid. It's totally fine. It's no different than countless other press X to do whatever in a video game. So basically, you're at the funeral and like three people go before you where they you know pay their respects. They put their hand on the casket. And then walk out, or or take a seat, or whatever. Is this gameplay, or is this a CG? No, this is all gameplay. Well, it's you, your feet are rooted in place for the first part of it. I mean, it's a very scripted scene, but it's in, it's in gameplay. Um, and then you you know you walk up, and then it's you know press A to X to uh, pay your specs, and then you reach forward. And, and it's not only the 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 reason they have you do the whole press X thing is not only to do like, oh, there's my buddy, but it's also when you lean over, you see your arm off, and mm. it's in a, in a sling. Yeah. You know? It, the What's left of it is in a sling. And so it's, it's a character moment, and people are giving all sorts of shit, but I'm like, I mean, yes, Call of Duty's kind of silly, but, I mean, here, there, there's nothing wrong with what they're doing. I mean, like, uh, Homefront had a fucking uh, con- button quick time event that's you know said jump into a mass grave mm-hmm. like not as bad as that and batman arkham city had and the, the exact same thing it had a press x to pay your respects when you go in you go to crime well, that's, that's fucking batman i know man. i mean i i don't think it's cheesy because it's fucking batman but it's you know you go to crime alley you, you go where his parents got killed and you do press x to pay your respects so yeah call these just a you know beating a dead horse at this point you know <laughs> People just like to gang up on it. But, anyway. So you do that scene, and then that's where you get the Kevin Spacey introduction. Because he is your 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 best buddy's father. Yeah. And he owns the private military corporation. And he's like, you know, we can we can get you a new arm. Here's my business card. And you look at his business card, and it's like... So is Kevin Spacey playing Emperor Palpatine? Or? No, I mean, he, he comes across... I mean, he's very much... You know your buddy. I was, it, I was it, just it, making a funny voice. That's it. Oh, was I doing that? Yeah. <laughs> you said, "I get you, I need buddy." <laughs> I have expected yeah. you to finish that up with like, so I threw the Senate at him. The whole Senate. <laughs> well, but oh, well, he okay. comes yeah. off very buddy buddy, and you know he, the, one of the Marines is like, "Step back, sir." Or like, he kind of talks out to him, and, and Kevin Spacey gives him a real chip, and like he doesn't like the U.S. government. And, and then he fucking military. looks in the camera and just <laughs> makes a face. <laughs> <laughs> fucking house of cards it yeah they, I mean they're getting him in this game because of his uh popularity or because that show's popularity so I mean why not have it's Kevin Spacey show. play Kevin Spacey playing Kevin Spacey yeah well in this he doesn't but he does give you he gives you a business card that reminded me of uh What's the newspapers in Harry Potter? Do they call those a specific name, or is it just newspapers? Oh, shit. I fucking know this, too. I should. Tiffany's gonna hate me, because I won't know this one. Fuck. Okay, I can't fucking remember. Oh, shit. Anyway, they move when you look at them. I'm, I'm, you gonna, know? I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be fucking dumb. No, I'm gonna let you sit with that. Don't look that up. Don't look that up. Take your shame. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> um, so, anyway, he gives you a business card that, like, you know, moves around and shit, and you're impressed because Kevin Spacey, he's giving you a cool business card, and he's like, I'll get you a new arm and stuff. And that's kind of what where the game sets off is, you know, you take up his offer, you get your new arm, you know, you run training courses, you know, you meet your new teammates. Most of the game you play as an operative in that private military corporation. So it's very different than the... And then you're recruited by the, Hydra, because this sounds like Bucky's fucking story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, there's no, there's no, um, 
you know, brainwashing or anything. Okay. Um, well, aside, aside from that. All they that, do is they give you a new arm. Yeah, aside from that one small little detail yeah. <laughs> that, that I'm purposely overlooking. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, new arm, new arm. But, I mean, you're, you're a willing participant in this new uh, private military corporation. So, yeah, and that's, that's kind of where it progresses from there. So it's very different. And, you know, you're not in the SAS. You're not in the... Uh, the Marine Corps, you're not fighting, you know, in the White House or any of that shit, and so, and you don't hop characters, you just stay with the same guys, so, for a Call of Duty story, I mean, the, the, the whole game is really solid, not only from a level, I mean, the level, the variety is great, all the mission variety is really cool, have you lots of, doing lots of cool things, it's got the cool scripted events that Call of Duty's known for, yeah. you know, <laughs> there's that one that's almost at the end of every scene, it's never like... It's it's like throw a knife at him or shoot him at the right moment. His Call of Duty is going to be like that. And so there, there's plenty of those moments along the way of you know the, you know going to slow mo. You got to do something real quick. There is one in one of the final missions they do do, the one thing that's really cool. I won't spoil it, but they take a something that happens in the story and changes it changes the gameplay for the whole mission, hmm. and makes you do something mechanically different. Which is something I'd like to see a lot more of, and I thought it was kind of ballsy for a Call of Duty developer like to do something like that. Invert your controls or something? Or? No, but something like that. Uh, well, not really mess with your controls, but they take one of your abilities away from you that's essential. Um, in order, Something you take for granted in shooters and make you um, work around that. So it's pretty cool. A trigger button. You do get the trigger button. That's Call of Duty. <laughs> I was going to say. That's the last thing they'll take away from you. You can pry the trigger button for that, the cold that, dead that, hands. That's why I'm not working over there at Activision. I was like, let's take away the trigger, and then you just throw yeah, me out of the window. Take it out and back and put you down <laughs> with a quick time event. They, 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 they allow you the, a knife to like throw at them. And they, they put go. me in the game. <laughs> My plan worked. <laughs> so yeah, that's Call of Duty. That's what I think about that. It was really good. That was my first Call of Duty since Modern Warfare Two. Yeah, I think I, I remember. I remember you saying that you swore off of it just from something, but I don't. I, don't I know. was one of the OG Call of Duty haters. Um, I I was kind of. <laughs> Do you have your OG Call of Duty <laughs> hater certificate? To prove yeah, it? I was. I was a. I'm a hipster when it comes to Call of Duty hating because I, you know, I dropped off of it Modern Warfare Two, and after that. And I I didn't like it because I saw it homogenizing the rest of the industry and like everyone was trying to copy Call of Duty, but no one could out Call of Duty Call of Duty, so it just made a lot of things shit. That's like Blizzard with not being able to be out wowed. Yeah, exactly. It, it's exactly what it is. You know, lots of wow clones. Um, yeah, and and now that people are like realizing, oh, we can't out Call of Duty Call of Duty. We're gonna go do our own thing now. Now I don't have any beef with it. You know. Call of Duty. People like Call of Duty, like Call of Duty, and they play their game. Because all of them are good games. It's just some just don't fucking innovate at all. No. And I think this one has the biggest jump they've seen since Call of Duty 4 um, in the movement. You know, it's it's all different. And it plays a lot different. It's a lot of fun. So, yeah. That's my big long Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, we spent like, <laughs> like, shit, I had two other questions. <laughs> I had two other questions to ask you about video games, but I can't, uh, I can't ask those anymore, man. All right, but so, um, oh, fuck it, I'll ask one of them. So, cause, just because we're such big fans of uh, Bioware, so, we ha- so there's uh, Dragon Age that's coming out next week, and I keep seeing like trailers for it, I'm just like, 
oh, I fucking want to play this so bad, man. Like, cause I want to know if it's like if his if his arm is like green because he has a power, or if it's just like he dips it in toxic waste and then pulls it out. and He's like, I'm one eighth Hulk. No, it's because the beginning of the game, you. Uh... I'm trying to remember. I, I know you're 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 like there's this meeting with the chantry or whatever, and then like everyone dies except you, and you you get the power of the Inquisition or whatever, or not the power of the Inquisition. You get some certain power from this cataclysmic event. That's you're that the, green shit, right? That's what the green is. Okay, uh, I forget what it's called, but and then from there, that's you become the leader of this Inquisition. And mm. what's kind of unique about this game is like, I mean, Dragon Age is a game filled with factions. You know, I mean, you throw a rock and you hit ten different factions in that game. Yeah. You know, from the mages, uh, Templars, Tevinter, Imperium, Quinari, you know, you fucking name it, there's a faction. Um, so you're forming your own faction, which is the Inquisition. And that's why you get some of those missions where you're like, you know, you're controlling the map and you send people out and they come back to you and they're ambassadors and shit. Um, so yeah, the, that's, that's how the game sets up. Um, I don't know too much past that because i've kind of well been... fucking good yeah <laughs> i was like shit man that's the whole away, first act you gave away like the whole first half of the story there for me it's like fuck and now i'm walking into the thing expecting <laughs> thanks i mean that's that's the elevator pitch <laughs> <laughs> no what no the other how many pitch... video games start with everyone dying but you <laughs> is that a spoiler well, the elevator pitch for me is, um, like, what I've been telling There's people. There's a dragon in it. Yeah, that's what I've been, I mean, that's that's what I tell people at work. Uh, I was, like, I was talking to this uh, guy who I work with, uh, and I was like, hey, man, did you did you like Skyrim? I was almost felt like a fucking drug dealer. Like, hey, man, did, did you like Skyrim? Well, yeah, well, come here. I got, the, yeah, I got the fucking new shit, man. It's fucking called called Dragon Age Inquisition. <laughs> it's like it's got dragons in it and swords and you and there's nudity in it, man. So yeah, Skyrim, this is the first time Bioware's brought back the nudity, man. I checked the fucking box. Yeah, I'm not a fan of it or whatever, but I'm sure you might be. It's just like that's the first thing I thought of when I saw that. I was like, all right, you, you've got my you've got my attention. Bioware. Oh, about the nudity and stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm I'm actually really glad to see them bring that back. I remember in Dragon Age One, I had like a nude model or whatever, and like the dude always had an erection. <laughs> I, it was it was it was horizontal. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, you did, so I played it on PC, so like. I found it because I was like, okay, when they're when they're in their fucking diapers, it's like dumb as shit. Yeah, yeah. So, so let me start with that. So that, <laughs> this is why I'm glad for Bioware to return to nudity. Because they got, they neutered themselves after the whole Fox scandal with Mass Effect. Yeah. All they did was show side boob and ass, but they got, you know, lynched over it because, you know. Fox News is Fox, Fox News, News thought it was full nudity and, you know, they ran with the story because they're Fox News. So they kind of cowered away from nudity forever. I Mass Effect did a lot better, but you see in Dragon Age... Yeah, they're in their fucking underwear, yeah. and they're they're like they're not. It's not small underwear. It looks like they like shit themselves like for ten weeks. Then the size well, I mean, of their like, underwear. It's like medieval underwear, you know. They don't got the fucking fruit of the loom over there, you know. It's you know it's, they have they have fucking lingerie apparently. Because remember in Dragon Age two, like 
uh, fucking if you t- if if like you change your clothes and shit, they're wearing like smaller, yeah, it's skinnier. Fucking... Yeah, it's like they have that. It's like cotton isn't going to be like fucking yeah. like wool. <laughs> but but you're right. I mean, it was awkward as hell. Some of the sex scene. I mean, if you're gonna have a like a sex scene in a video game, yeah, it's like it's like. I mean, I don't want to. You don't have to show some hardcore porn or something, but. <laughs> Make it look real. Do do the classic movie like under the sheets deal or something. And I think that's what it was. Is like for that mod that I had. So it it was just a fucking hard dick. And then in the sex scenes, like they actually fucking like showed it going in. I was like, holy fuck! That's why it was hard for this moment right here. I was like, he couldn't have rigged it though to throw a control curve in there and just be like, I'm gonna tilt this down about seventy eight degrees and just be like, all right. I'm going to leave it down here, but for this scene, I'm going to pull it back up again. God. <laughs> it's, it, liter- it literally it looks like a rolling pin just hanging out. <laughs> this, this is weird. I think there's a healthy medium they could accomplish here, so I hope that's what they do in Inquisition. Also, also the gameplay looks really great, too. And <laughs> it's not just the fucking nudity. I want to see some tits. <laughs> I don't even know what the game is about, but I saw fucking nudity on the box. Yeah, yeah nudity and... I can't remember if it was sexual content or strong sexual content, but it was one of the two. Oh. All right, but, but Bowers getting their balls back, yeah. you know. Ever since I mean, they... It's the first one they've had. I mean, they had... I think they got the sexual content label on Mass Effect 3. Um, no nudity. Though. No. No nudity in 2. Well, I mean, they're very neutered after yeah. Mass Effect One. I think EA was like, "All right, you know, we're we're buying you guys up." Can you all right, need- all right, now Mass Effect, we're gonna need you to turn your shit down. Yeah, because Pub- I mean, the, EA- the public's kind of creeping in on us, and we've already got worst business in the world twice. Yeah, we don't want any more of this shit. You hear me? Yeah, EA didn't know them for the first game, but EA, they- the head of EA is apparently Italian. From what I just did too, I don't know where that fucking came from. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they're, they're they're bringing it back, but story wise, I don't know anything else for the game no, other no. than what I told you. Um, Man, I, I've been reading articles. At Kotaku. I don't really go to Kotaku usually, but they wrote a good article that was like a prepare for Dragon Age. If if you've if you've never played the first two games, or if you just need a refresher, because apparently it's it tries to get you into the swing of things like if you haven't played before mm-hmm. but there, there's still a lot of assumed things that you need to know mm. i mean it goes back to the, how many factions are on that damn game you got to know what the state of each faction is you know why these fucking mages hate the templars and mm-hmm. so on and so forth and i was i just read it to get a refresher and it, it was it was actually really helpful because it got me in a nice mindset so now I'm like I'm all brushed up on my Dragon Age knowledge, ready to go into this new one. You have to tell me where that is after this, so I can go, I can go look at it. Because when <laughs> I, I was don't going, remember what a Templar was. Right? When I was going through Keep, they would like ask me these. Uh, oh, Dragon Age Keep, uh, yeah. the beta thing is where you um, like can watch your previous games it's a web app uh, cinematics. Is it, it's not cinematic. They're like they're like cartoon cinematics, but you can yeah. see basically the, the decisions that you made. My shit wasn't showing up there because my, I don't know why my thing wasn't importing. But yeah. from my game save, so I was just like, oh, fuck it, man. I'm just going to go in there and make Did all this Severin shit manual. Did show up in your second game? I was like, I didn't even know he could show up in I was like, what the? I was like, he's fuck That gay elf? <laughs> I loved it's him. It's like, I thought I killed him, dude. <laughs> Did you kill him? 
Yeah, he fucking turned on me. Really? Yeah. Oh man. It was I was doing a mission or something, and then he was just like, "You can't give me over to them" or something. Or he was like, "Will you not give me over to them?" Because he was like, "I don't want to fuck these guys." But he was like, <laughs> "I was like, no, I'm staying. You're staying here." And then he, uh, for some reason, and then he got pissed, and he's like, "Well, I can't be on this team anymore." So after we, so like he waited until we were out of the village, and then he just tried to fucking like assassinate me. Really? I was like, "Holy shit, man! This dude, hold, this talk about the angry ex. This one holds a grudge." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he came on to me in one of the cutscenes or one of the dialogue scenes, and you know, I was like, no, nah, no, nah, no, nah, Zephyr, no, nah, no, nah, I'm not into that. It's yeah. like, I, I only like Legolas if there's only. Yeah. <laughs> there's yeah. gonna be he's one. Not my kind of elf. If there's one elf it's, it's gonna, I'm gonna fuck, it's gonna be fucking Legolas. Yeah, so I, I told him to, to, to keep it in his pants, keep his fucking bowling pin in his pants. <laughs> and, um, and, but, but he and I. We were bros that whole game, so when he did the whole turning thing, like, I was able to, like, you know, he gets, it's like his old mercenary clan or something mm-hmm. like that, that's what kind of brings him back. Yeah. He basically told those guys to fuck off, we killed them, and went about our merry way, so. Yeah. But apparently he could have showed up in Dragon Age 2 based on the keep. There's a lot of things I was doing, going through the keep, and I was like, that could have happened, you know. It was kind of cool, but. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely need a refresher, but now I'm all good. There yeah. you go. Cool deal. Dude, um, alright, so I was thinking, I keep, I don't know why I keep going back to this, I keep going back to just Interstellar, like, ever since we went and watched the movie, like, uh, last week, man, I've just been, um, I just, I, I keep thinking about that fucking movie, like, the wormhole, and just how everything just looks so good, I'm just, I keep going back to it, like, I'm, I'm not even 100, I'm not even kidding, I just, yeah. like, and then I keep, I keep for some reason, every time I see a car speeding past me, I go, easy, Turbo. <laughs> I, did. I was saving that one for you. <laughs> now, let me, let me ask you this. Was this the first reconnaissance movie you've seen? The Matthew McConaughey reconnaissance? Like, the, the, renaissance? the redemption that he's been having? Yeah. Yeah. I think this, this is, is the first, first thing you've seen of his. Yeah, because I haven't watched True Detective yet. Oh, uh, see, but... I've had a Matthew McConaughey hard on for the last year. Yeah. I mean, I've been... And I saw the Lexus commercial, but that was it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, yeah, this is this is my first. This is the first time you've seen him since he. So yeah, the last the movie I saw him in was that other movie with that Kate, whatever girl. Kate Hudson, Kate Hudson. Fool's Gold, or whatever. Yeah, that was. something like that. <laughs> I was like, damn, she's hot. Who's that fucking guy next to her, man? How do I get like get her out of this picture? <laughs> yeah. Or get him out of this picture? <laughs> I love Matthew McConaughey, but fuck him. Yeah, going her in this picture. <laughs> no, dude, he he's the man now. I I mean, I hope he keeps going strong. He's gonna be the next Iron man because they, he's, they uh he's making a he's making a robert dunna jr comeback yeah they need to uh he was in an interview with uh ign and they asked him you know would you ever do a comic book role and he's like I would, uh, I would he's like it's not about the, the the role he's like it's about you know this if the script is good and is a character that i thought i could bring something to i'm like which is cool because hollywood's hollywood actors have now shed that whole bias against Certain comic roles. book movies. Yeah. Now everyone wants in because it's a good contract and mm-hmm. it's solid work. Yeah. Um, and it helps you with your other projects. It does. So yeah, I'd like to see him in a Marvel role. But uh, yeah, he he's on a on a who, fucking roll. We'll we'll get to we'll get we'll table that question from when we talk about po- uh, comics. But we'll 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 keep that one in mind because uh, I want to hear who you would think uh, Matthew McConaughey uh, or, could play. Could play. Yeah. Okay. In the in the Marvel universe, but we'll come to that later. So, uh, but uh, but no, dude, I keep like I'm, I'm 
like uh, someone was telling me that Neil deGrasse Tyson like does like a uh, like he does like a review of like these spacey movies. Has he done one on this yet? He has. Um, and usually, I mean, I like Neil deGrasse Tyson, but whenever a movie comes out, he's one of those people that's just like, no, just go away. Like, <laughs> no, you know the, those guys that just pick apart me. movies with potholes, and they try to oh, it's a plot it's a plot hole. Who gives a shit? It's a fun movie to watch. I enjoy myself. Yeah. Neil deGrasse Tyson's, Tyson's kind of like that. He had fun with Gravity. But um, with Interstellar, I mean, he was... Because... And I later uh, researched this a lot. One of the executive producers on that movie was a big uh, physicist. Mm-hmm. They did a shit ton of research on that movie. <clears throat> and... Uh, Almost the, I mean, probably 90% of that movie is grounded in real science. The other 10% is stuff they kind of assumed because we don't know yet. Yeah. We don't know exactly what happens when you go into a black hole, obviously. We've never been in one. The whole third act stuff. Yeah. We don't know because, I mean, we don't know. Um, so, yeah, like Neil deGrasse Tyson did note, he's like, <laughs> yeah, we don't know that. Um, but but yeah, he 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 said like there's some stuff that they had to assume, because um, it's not all stuff we know. But the rest of it, you know, I checked out um, because I mean Chris Nolan and Jonathan Nolan was you know I saw them in interviews. Yeah, I remember reading about how much research they did. I mean, it was pretty extensive, which I always like to see um, writers that really dig in and do the research because sometimes not the case, unfortunately. Um, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And and Chris Nolan actually had a cool. What did you say? I said I said Transformers. <laughs> I don't know. That's a lack of research. That's just a last lack of fucking writing skill. But you know that's another conversation. Yeah. Um. But Chris Nolan made a cool comment there. You know, people were bringing him. It was like, we. What do you have to say about the you know plot holes? You know that people are talking about in Interstellar. And he's like, man, like why do people always come after my movies for plot holes? <laughs> he's like, people always go after me more than any other director. And it's true. They just tear him apart. They did it with uh, Dark Knight Rises. You got the classic, Hold Batman, get back to Gotham. How'd he do it? Who the fuck cares? <laughs> and I was like, I always joked, like, they should just have one, they should have Christian Bale come back, and you just see, like, two armed guards that, you know, are on the ice or whatever. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, in the back, they're talking. In the background, you see just Bruce Wayne on a jet ski. <laughs> <laughs> and him just coming in. <laughs> and just have that as a deleted scene on the Blu-ray. Yeah, that, that, that or they need to have, like, to, uh, they need to have him uh, walking in the desert. And then there's literally, like, like a little, like, desert uh, snow. Like, <laughs> and, like, it's, like, desert Gotham. And then it's, like, it's like a little, like, one-foot line. Or you like, Indiana Jones it, and he starts at, like, where the pit is, and he goes, beep, 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 <laughs> and does the red dots. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, let's get, let's see how lazy we can get with it. It's like, who cares how he got back to Gotham? He's Batman. This is a fucking two-hour and 45-minute movie. We don't need ten minutes of him getting back to Gotham. And, you know, it's just dumb shit. And, you know, they do the same thing with Inception and Interstellar and all of his movies, man. People are just like, oh, it's a plot hole there. And it's like, oh my God, just go with it. So I'm not a big plot hole person. So These are people who have no souls. <laughs> yeah, there's some people that just get enjoyment out of that. and, and It's called the internet. <laughs> yeah, and, and there's there's a lot of like articles that go around. like And, and they're starting to get some backlash. There's a couple of articles I read that were kind of criticizing them. But in the last couple of years, there's been a... 
the common article to write for a website is mm-hmm. five things that are wrong with X movie. And it's like plot holes or factual incorrections or, you know, whatever. Kevin Spacey wasn't in it. You know, what? just <laughs> dumb shit. And, you know. Let's see. Let's, this is ridiculous. Yeah. And, and I'm glad that people are starting to stand up to that because it's just dumb. But, yeah, Neil just getting back to Neil deGrasse Tyson. He really liked Interstellar. I was like, good, so did I. <laughs> you know, not even having to think about all that science stuff. But yeah, that was a that was a fantastic movie. Really enjoyed it. Agree, I agree. Uh, all right, so the last thing uh, I wanted to chat about was um, comic books. So I don't know why I had this kind of revelation today. I was like, man, I need to fucking get into X Men. But I was like, X Men. You've yeah. always been kind of like, eh, about X Men. Exactly. I mean. I watched the movies. I liked the movies, you know. Um, you do? Yeah. Hugh, Hugh Jackman was cool as Wolverine, and it's, he's one of those guys who, you know, he as he gets older, he magically is there gets anything, younger. Is there anything that you like about it that's not Hugh Jackman or Wolverine? Uh, From the first three X-Men movies? Yeah. I mean, not? <laughs> I, mean I, when, I, I recently rewatched them, and I was just like, that is just tolerable. Yeah, when not like he, not, it was like a couple months ago. Really? Yeah. Because because you know I, I watched them for the first time. Yeah, I know all of them for the first time. I mean, I've seen them before, but then I went back. I went back and I rewatched them just to be like, okay, Get a refresher. I mean, yeah, it should be. You know, don't hold up. What? They don't hold up. No, they don't. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> not at all. Uh, you know, then I got to uh, fucking first class, and I was like, man, Michael Fa- Michael Fassbender, he's he's everywhere now. Yeah. And then, but uh, other than that, I was just like, okay, so I. I understood, because uh, in three, like, they show them running around as old men looking for people, and then in first class, they show them running around as younger people trying to get people. It's just like, all right, which which one really happened? That kind of deal. I was like, all right. The future, or they, first class. First class. They're they're straight up pretending like three didn't happen. Yeah. I, I, I know, but, <laughs> and that's, that's what I'm saying. That's why I went back and watched it, because yeah. Days of Future Past was coming out, and I was like... All right, this looks like a good fucking movie. I need to go see it, but um, I wanted to refresh myself on the other ones as well, and uh, so I did that. And I was like, okay, so I did it, and I was like, and then today for some reason I was like, man, I've seen all these movies, but I keep keeps hearing shit about you know how Inhuman or Inhumans is Mar- is the Marvel, the new mutant. yeah, it's the new mutant, you know. I mean, especially, and then they have like the. Uh, uh, the fucking Death of Wolverine comics uh, arc that's just come out, and I was just like, oh man, I mean, I, I want to know a little bit more about this X Men deal. So, yeah. comic book speaking, ignoring movies and shit like that, you know, comic book speaking, why should I read, you know, X Men, and where where would be a good place to start? <clears throat> good place to start would be um, two years ago. Was it two years ago? Three years ago now. I think it was two years ago. I think it was kind of spring of 2012 don't quote me on it but there was an, uh, a marvel event called uh, avx avengers versus x-men i, I remember that <clears throat> yeah it was a huge deal um, or at least i heard about it yeah huge deal had x-men avengers coming to blows had the phoenix force come into it and you know whenever the phoenix force shows up that's when shit goes down eventually you know Cyclops gets possessed by the Phoenix Force, and when he gets in possession of the Phoenix Force, he kills Xavier. Xavier's dead in the comics. He's done. Um, and luckily, he's stayed dead for two years, which is 
a feat in itself. Because um, in the world of comics, no one dies. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, you'll learn that uh, fucking Red School actually cut his brain open and took his brain. And he's like, look, look, here's my brain. I'm supposed to be dead, but I'm the Red Skull. Yeah. Fuck you guys. Red Skull actually got some of his, got psychic powers from Xavier's brain. It's very complicated, but yeah. Anyway, um, so, so yeah, so that was a big event. And since then, around that time, uh, that's when Marvel relaunched a lot of books. So they, they, they had multiple different X-Men books, but the, the big one is all new X-Men uh, and Uncanny X-Men, both written by Brian Michael Bendis, which is Marvel poster boy. I knew I'd heard that somewhere. Like, <laughs> I was down here cooking the other night, I was like, Brian Michael Bendis, painting Michael, Brian Michael Bendis. Where'd you get that from? I have no fucking clue. <laughs> I know it's from something. Cause Subliminal messaging? No, it's it's someone shouting over the intercom, it's like, it's paging Dr. Herman, <laughs> Dr. Pee Wee Herman, and then, like, I... I don't know why. Brian Michael Bendis. Okay. It just it fit. Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> Brian Michael Bendis. It just fit. That's that's where I was like, I fucking knew I've heard that somewhere before. Anyway, that was my weird. Okay. That was my weird off track <laughs> comment. All new X Men and Uncanny X Men, <laughs> written by Brian Michael Bendis. Brian Michael uh, Bendis. Paying <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>, Doctor Brian. <laughs> Sorry. Um. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> after the events of a- ABX, uh, Cyclops, you know, even though he really didn't mean to kill, you know, Xavier, he, you know, know, Wolverine fucking hated him even more than Wolverine did before, and ever he was cast out. He went and started his own Avengers with Magneto, with Emma Frost, and strippers and hookers. Actually. Well, just forget. Oh, they no, have Emma Frost. <laughs> <laughs> That's close. Um, so yeah, and, and they're kind of like. You know, we're the bad boy mutants. But they're, they're like... They're, I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry, we said bad boy mutants. I mean, really, like, I was like thinking of Roger from Doug. I was like, yeah, funny. We're the fucking bad boy mutants. It's pretty close. <laughs> they all have like black leather jackets and shit. That's, if Cyclops, <laughs> if this was the 90s and that story volume was going on, Cyclops would have a black leather jacket. Because, um, yeah, I mean... But but they, they he's trying to act like a, a man of the mutant people, you know mutants are cropping up you know everywhere and he's you know they're the first to respond and they go scoop them up and they get new mutants and shit, <laughs> so that's uncanny X Men, that's pretty cool I, I like that one alright I'm not as big a fan on the art I mean it's it's good art but it's not really my kind of style I really like all new X Men, um, those two kind of tie into each other every now and then so it's kind of good to keep up with both, but all new X Men is. Beast, he wants to bring Cyclops back to their side. You know, Cyclops kind of gone off his own thing. You know, he's just totally changed character from what he used to be. Kind of an asshole. Kind like, of screw dude. you guys. <laughs> yeah, he goes and does his own thing. He's chilling with Magneto these days, so he's edgy. <laughs> he's kicking um, He's kicking back beards with Magneto. He's like, he's like, I got you, bro. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> with his fucking '80s leather jacket. <laughs> exactly. I'm just picking like greasers from yeah. Outsiders. He's <laughs> a fucking jet or some shit. Exactly. I don't know why I keep thinking of like <laughs> Magneto. Hair. And Magneto is like wearing the same outfit, but he still has the fucking helmet. Oh, no. <laughs> it's just like, it's like, don't worry, I got you. <laughs> 
Bro. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> However, it's Reed and McKellen. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, so, Beast, knowing, knowing that his former friend is now kicking back, drinking beers with Magneto in, in leather jackets. <laughs> his, exactly. So, his idea is uh, to bring back the, the original X-Men of the past... And kind of have them confront him and see what he used to be. So, original <clears throat> Cyclops, the, all the original like uh, lineup. So, so original he had, Cyclops. So, so according so according to what you just said, he had it done. He was good. You know, he was he was gonna take over the world or do whatever. But then he's like, I want the the guy who we were just talking about. The guy who's like who beast. Who, yeah. No, 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 Cyclops. Yeah. He was all like, I have it made. Like, I could take over the world. But because I want to feel young, I want to go fight this fucking team. Of, no, no, no. Of... I mean, Cyclops, he's all about, like, he's protecting the mutant people. Like, people, after the whole events of AVX, you know, people are all up against, you know, they're not a fan of mutants anymore. Like, as if they ever were. I mean, they're always fighting that. But, um... You know, they're very against mutants, so he's like, I'm going to become a man of the mutant people. I'm gonna, you know, <laughs> mutants are springing up. I'm going to go give them their own leather jacket. I'm I got a be, patch I'll sew on their back. I'm going to be a fucking bat mutant. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I will avenge all my fallen mutants without killing because I'm fucking, I'm bat mutant. <laughs> he fucking puts the cow on over his red glasses. <laughs> He's <laughs> like a fucking Magneto is Robin. <laughs> Puts on the pixie boots and everything. <laughs> but he still has Gandalf's tail. He's, he's like, I'm still, I'm in this Robin costume, but <laughs> that doesn't mean I can't still kick your ass. <laughs> They show up to help a, a mutant who's all just got their powers and they're freaking out. They're like, "Who are you?" And he's like, "I'm not trying to rob you. I'm, I'm going to help you. I'm going to rob." You. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, I mean, when they're teleporting around, they help mutants and shit. And but you know, the, most of the X Men see him as uh, kind of an adversary, or you know, turn to evil ways these days. So so this is all before. The Death of Wolverine, right? The, con- the yeah, Death of Wolverine was just now. This was what I'm talking. All new X Men started year and a half ago, two years ago. So that's the that's what that's where you need to start with because they bring back. They got original Cyclops, original Jean Grey. They got original uh, Angel, original Beast, and uh, mm. Iceman. Oh, that's right. Because um, he died, didn't he? Or he he goes through something. I spent no, he's he, kicking around. Okay. He, For some reason, I thought he melted or something. <laughs> he fucking melted. <laughs> no. No, no, no. But this, but this is pre-mutated beast, so he, he's all human. He I mean, just he got the his, big feet and yeah, stuff. Yeah, he has his webbed feet. I mean, it's all like, I mean, if you look at the original X-Men <clears throat> cover, it's all the Stanley, you know, oh, Jack okay. Kirby original X-Men. They got the same blue and yellow outfits and shit. <laughs> yes. uh, but, but, so they have them teaming up with the original X-Men and shit. Yeah. And it's really interesting. And, and the, them kind of, you know, after 
after Beast gets a lot of shit for bringing him back. It's like, why are you being, you know, you're bringing him here. You're causing time paradoxes and fucking shit up. Fuck you, Beast. And they're like, this is Marvel Comics. We fuck with time all the time. (laughs) And it's like, look at the Fantastic Four. They fuck with that shit all the time. So, anyway, it's really good, though. I picked it up on a Comixology sale and really got into it. I like it a lot. This podcast sponsored by Comixology. Yeah, I mean, they're they're the shit. Um, But I haven't read Death of Wolverine yet. I've been reading some old Wolverine comics getting a little bit more Wolverine knowledge before I dive into that. But uh, yeah, it, it, the story itself was was really well-received. So, it's written by a really good uh, writer. But to, to to start out, though. Look good. Start out uh, with X-Men. A, X-Men, uh, uh, the Avengers afterwards. Yeah, I, I mean, all those theory, series kind of spawned out of AVX. Mm-hmm. So if you want to get some X-Men stuff, I'll go all new X-Men. Okay. If you want to go, if you want to get some X Men backstory, um, Joss Whedon's Astonishing X Men run, um, very well regarded. Nice. Um, you fan. could go into the Chris Claremont, Jim Lee days of the nineties. That's a little nineties-y. Um, <laughs> it's not in, really a it's word. It's in the nineties. <laughs> it's in the nineties, so it's nineties-y. Well, in comics, saying something is nineties-y, you know, so that's not really good. So. Okay. Well, I mean, Chris Claremont's great. Jim Lee's great. Um, it, it's just some things in the 90s were not good for comics. I mean, just the way characters look. Everyone has a fucking mullet. <laughs> you know, everyone's got that hair and the, the buckles and the pouches and the ammo. And, yeah, it's just gaudy as all hell. So I would say if you want to get some Wolverine knowledge, uh, Wolverine origin... Uh, Mark Miller's Wolverine Run, uh, Old Man Logan, that kind of shit. So, but yeah, if you want just normal X-Men crash course, you need to start with all new X-Men. You can get, even though it's the original X-Men, you got a lot of the old the other X-Men cast, like Kitty Pryde, Beast, um, you know, a lot of people at the house, Wolverine, um, stuff like that. So. All right, well, yeah. cool deal. Well, I think that about does it for us uh, this time. Uh, hopefully, if this gets good reception, we'll, we'll continue to do more. Uh, I'm James Atkins. I'm Alex B. And thanks for listening. Hey, real quick before you get out of here, if you enjoyed listening to this podcast, then follow us on Twitter at, at @nerdnobility for more information on when we're going to be when we're going to be doing more of these podcasts. Um, and tell us what you think too. We want to know your thoughts. Uh, again, that's at @nerdnobility. Nerd nobility. Follow us on Twitter. And uh, thanks for listening.